another episode of shut up and refill my popcorn today's episode getting into the mummy tomb of the dragon emperor from 2008 so sit back relax grab you a snack grab you something to drink maybe indulge in some edibles whatever your pleasure come back afterward from our sponsor Hey folks, it's me, Dr. C again. Are you having trouble with your penis, ED problems, or any kind of urinary tract infections? Just come see me. I can help you with any and all sorts of penile problems that you are having, either in the bedroom or outside the bedroom. Like the saying says, Dr. C will help your penis. You don't believe me? Well, how about you listen to some satisfied customers? Hello, my name's Lil Jimmy. I'm a producer for Ill House Comedy Podcast. One of the benefits of working for this company is you got a lot of girls sliding in your DMs. That's right. Girls want to hook up with you just because of the company you work for. Now, here's the problem. I have a lot of girls hitting me up. I'm in my 40s. They're in their 20s. You know what girls in their 20s want to do? They want to have sex a lot for a long time. Now, I got a good 30 minutes in me, and then my member starts going down whether I finish or not. Now, these girls want to go about an hour and a half. That's pretty much like my member wants to come out of the game and the coach is pulling them out, but my head doesn't want to. My head's going, no, coach, leave me in. I promise I score. And then my, my coach is yelling at me. He's like, boy, you ain't got enough testosterone to be in this damn game. Get your ass out of there. So he pulls me out the game. And what do I do? I resort to going to gas stations to get boner pills. Well, I did that a few times and it was turning out pretty good. I was getting a good reaction from it. Until I took the wrong one, I ended up in the hospital with a $1,500 doctor bill. I won't do that again. So I was sitting around moping because, you know, I got all these girls sliding in my DM, but I can't I can't hit them back because I can't give them anything, and there's too many of them already making fun of me. So I seen this podcast that had an advertisement for Dr. C will help you with your pee. And I thought to myself, Dr. C will help you with your pee? Now, does that mean if I I can't go to the bathroom, he's going to help me? Or is that erectile dysfunction? I'm not too sure, but I do know I want to get back in the game. So I went ahead and gave him a call, set up a consultation. Turns out it is a erectile dysfunction place. I went in there thinking he's going to give me Viagra. The doc told me, I just have something going on in your head. Take this pill right here. It'll relax you and calm you down so you won't think so much. He gave it to me. Guess what? I'm lasting an hour and a half. I didn't have erectile dysfunction, but he also did give me testosterone shots. That might have something to do with it. I'm not too sure. All I know is I'm back in the game. I'm loving life, and I got three different girls pregnant just last month. Woo! Thank you, Dr. C, for helping me with my pee. That's right, folks. Come by and see me today. Get a free consultation and a free balloon. Welcome back, guys. Like I said in the intro, we're going to get into 2008's The Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Now, 
first things first things first let's knock out let's address the elephant in the room Rachel Weisz or Wise whatever the fuck the original uh, Evie from the first two films does not reprise her role in this film she's replaced by actress Maria Bello and I've been seeing different things as to why she didn't appear and everything a lot of stuff was that she didn't want to portray uh, a mother of a 21 year old because there's I mean this movie came out like seven years after the last one and in this film it takes place 13 years after the events of the second film but it's this story like would you call this a mummy movie like when you think of mummy you think of egyptian mummy you don't think of i mean of course there in the history there's been uh rulers or whatever who were placed in tombs and whatnot uh the one thing that pops into mind with this movie is um and I don't know the history, but I remember seeing it in history clay in my history books was the clay stone army and thinking, wow, that's pretty fucking cool. And then years later this movie comes out and I'm just like, What the fuck? This film I mean, we're not here to talk about the history or the events that you know, whatever. We're here to talk about this fucking film. Like I said, the original Evie's replaced almost like Aunt Viv in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, oddly enough, she, I mean, she Maria Bello does look a little older. Um, it just, you know, you get the you get everybody from the original two movies, I mean, with the exception of the Mummy, and you replace a character with somebody else for whatever reason. Um, I don't really want to say that was the reason why it didn't. I mean. It's an action movie. It's going to do sort of good. But compared to the other two, no. And then around this time, I think The Dark Knight came out. Because this was 2008. I'm looking here. It says, yeah, it came out in August. So Dark Knight might have came out, I think it was like June or July. But The Dark Knight was awesome. (laughs) And so it says here, this film was top grossing film the day it opened, earning $15.2 million. Uh, then it says The Dark Knight was in second place with $12 million, But like I said, this came after The Dark Knight. Um, so, I mean, it did pretty good. But it wasn't, like, story-wise, it was like, huh? When, like, you would think it wouldn't have time-jumped as far. Now, they did kind of talk about that, um, that, uh, I'm trying to Rick, played by Brendan Fraser, and uh, Evelyn, who's replaced by Maria Bello, were in the war as uh, spies. Like, they're right now, they're at the beginning of the film, they're living the retired life. We see Rick trying to start fly fishing with hobbies or whatever. That doesn't go right. Evie is on, like, a book tour, or she written books of the past two movies, uh, of the experience or whatever. And now she's kind of in the process of writing her third book, but she's kind of like, I don't know what to do. I mean, there's, I need some inspiration. Like she's kind of like writer's block or whatever. Living in pretty good standings, I think. I was gonna say, oh, living Buckingham Palace, but no, it's like a nice little countryside estate. Uh, their son, who was, I think it was eight in the previous film, 
like I said, it's a time jump. So he's 21 now, supposedly going to college and kind of in a rough relationship with his father. Um, I know my experiences, you know, fathers and sons who are kind of the same in a way. They butt heads a lot. And so that's probably what's going on here. They don't go into much detail on that because, hey, who wants to watch this action movie and and get into the, you know, psychology of the characters or whatever? Um, well, he basically, he's not in college. He dropped out or he, whatever, flunked out, whatever, and began his own archaeological uh, journey, I guess, would you? And he is looking... Or he's uh, approached, I guess, by Roger Wilson, who knows his family, who knows his father. There's some history there. And long story short, this motherfucker basically double-crossed everybody. Just basically fucked everybody out of, you know, like, their trust, basically. Um, But like I said, Rick and A.V. were like spies or something during the war. And they decided after the war they would retire and just don't you know not get back into the adventurous life or whatever that would have been a better movie sequel seeing them during world war ii or something i mean yeah it wouldn't be a mummy movie but you know that'd have been interesting maybe for like a i mean they're doing the whole peacemaker show after the suicide squad so i mean well it was 2008 so it really wasn't something at that time but i mean you can do it now CGI, cartoons, whatever. Um, so they get approached by somebody who is trying to entrust somebody trustworthy to take the, I think it's called the Eye of, of Shangri-La or Shangri-La. The Eye of Shangri-La. Uh, gemstone, back to China. Um, there, It's actually, they're just... Uh, I was going to say decoys. They're actually pawns in this game because the Emperor, who was played by Jet Li, I forgot about that part, Jet Li, he is not only the one, he uh, he was this huge, in ancient China, he was a vicious dragon emperor <clears throat> who was behind the construction of the Great Wall of China, um, basically built this whole empire and was this fearless, I guess, dictator, whatever. Uh, this motherfucker was afraid to die. Went out and looked, or went out and got the help of a sorcerer, a sorcerer, sorcerer fuck, a, fem- a witch, a chick. Uh, and she's, um, one thing that came to mind with this lady was that she had, had I think it's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I'm trying to find out what who she is. Michelle Yan. Yeah, Crouch of Tiger and Dragon. So she's in the film. She plays this source, uh, uh, sorcerer. Or not a sorcerer is a male. I'm trying to fucking. She plays a witch. Uh, sorceress. I think I said that right. Fuck. I'm about to edit that shit out. Probably not. I'm leaving it. Fuck it. So she and General, uh, the Emperor's General Ming go to find this long lost or a book of spells or whatever to try to find immortality and this and that they fall in love they bump uglies 
I guess the emperor wanted to have her for himself or whatever. Well, he's got snitches that go with him and see that they're you know peeping time, and he relays the message back to Jet Li saying, "Hey, this, these two motherfuckers are fucking. You want you this? You want he just fucked your chick, bro? So what does he do? Like a little bitch? He fucking motherfucker be texting me. He fucking kills his general and kills the sorceress, but she's able to take the book and escape." And later on, we find out. Now, this is the crazy part. Now, now these are m- mummy movies, so I mean, it's not gonna be oh, taking everything is to be like there's mythical, mystical, whatever stuff involved. And so, Yetis are involved in this fucking movie. They end up taking her to uh, Shangri La. I can't even say the fucking name. Shangri La, Shangri La. And we don't find out till later what happens. But long story short, uh, these the O'Connells take the stone or take the whatever the eye, thinking you know it's going to be in the good hands. Well, I'm jumping around. I'm I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the general uh, or she, the sources, puts a spell where. Turns them all into stone. Him and his army, blah, blah, blah. Then years later, uh, O'Connell's son, Alex, finds the tomb of the emperor and everything and takes all, doesn't take all the other clay soldiers, just the the one with the emperor. Uh, it's like a, a horse-driven tomb of some sort of carriage or whatever. And... In the tomb, which you would think the emperor would be in, it's a decoy. So, I don't know how they ended up, because when we saw that motherfucker turn to stone, he was just, uh, like he saw Medusa, and he's like, his arms were up high, and it's like, now he's in a fucking, now he's swapped bodies? Like, okay, whatever. Um, Like I said, the O'Connells bring the eye. The eye is supposed to have, and is that a fucking train? Alright guys, I'm back. Sorry about that. Stupid fucking train had to go through town. Alright. So, long story short, dead emperor, evil motherfucker, kills his befriended general before boning his chick, or whatever. Rick O'Connell's kid digs him up, and they're double-crossed by fucking Professor Roger, or whatever the fuck his name is, Roger Wilson, he is basically in cahoots with, I guess it's the Chinese army or a group of military, uh, Chinese militants, whatever, who basically want to resurrect the emperor after the defeat or the chaos that whatever happened after World War Two, and... Yeah, so that's what's going on. I think his name was General Yang or Ying Yang. Uh, now, at the same time, Alex is like 21, so he, uh, he, they, when they're in the tomb, they get attacked by somebody who turns out to be a an immortal, the immortal daughter, daughter, bleh, daughter of General Ming and the sorceress. Uh, who's quote unquote still alive, 
living in Shangri-La. On top of all the craziness, they they have yetis. And I talked a little bit about that. They have yetis. Now, they're in the area to find Shangri-La with the eye of Shangri-La. And they're attacked by the emperor and his general, whatever, this new General Yang. And they get rescued by fucking yetis or something. Now, I'm going to be real. It's been a while since I've seen this movie. When I rewatched it, I fell asleep. Uh, which kind of, but I woke up with, right when the right before the avalanche happened, where Alex is swinging the dynamite to cause the avalanche, basically, and he is, bas- uh, the emperor is throwing a, a knife to kill him, throws a knife at him, his dad steps in front of him, saves him, and then they're saved from the avalanche by these fucking yetis, like. What the fuck is God? I wake up I'm like what the where the fuck these dogs come from? And um So yeah, I'm watching this shit and I'm just thinking to myself, okay, I'm I'm thinking of it, okay, it's a mummy movie. There was mystical, mysterious, supernatural stuff happening in that movie. I mean it's not like I mean, how boring is it you go, Oh, I discovered a mummy and that's it. I'm yeah, there has been stories and tales of curses uh, I'm not going to get into too much detail because off the top of my head, all I know is that there was a curse. The motherfuckers that found the first mummy in real life, they all fucking died or whatever. <laughs> and so, uh, just Google kids. Um, so, the Yetis rescue them or basically cover them up from the snowstorm or from the avalanche. They bust out. And Rick is basically dying. They, they, they know where Shangri-La is, so they go out. They have to go to the pool to save his life. They do that. And then all of a sudden, here comes the fucking emperor. Like like that fucking Spongebob meme with the fucking fish coming through the doors. Like busting through the motherfucker. Now he gets in there. This motherfucker turns into a three-headed dragon. No bullshit. Like this motherfucker was the dragon emperor. And so he basically kidnaps Lin. Uh, who was the daughter that we was talking about? And I don't think I said her name. See how fucked up. I don't know why I decided to do this film. I mean, I have had it on the, you know, on the chopping or on, you know, the, my list of stuff to get into. But the, I'm gonna be real with y'all guys. I didn't stream this. I don't have a DVD copy. I went old school. The copy I have, nope subtitles nothing so when everybody was talking Chinese I had to basically go and google the script and read what was being said by Jet Li and all these other motherfuckers that were talking Chinese and then okay cool I got that but that's one of the reasons why I haven't reviewed this movie because I've been looking for either a streaming copy or it's you know Amazon whatever and yeah sorry guys I know my shit's not professional. I ain't, you know, I, I don't I don't hide from that. You know, like I said, this is a podcast of of basically a hobby and getting paid. And <laughs> I love doing it just because it's like I said a creative outlet. Nonetheless, it does not excuse me for sounding so unorganized. And just, I'm just throwing shit at the walls, y'all. Like, right now, just like a monkey at the zoo. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever sticks will stick. So, so yeah. The movie ends 
with the sorceress resurrecting all the dead, everybody that the emperor killed and buried in the Great Wall of China, they come back to life. Her dead lover comes. They don't even have an interaction. They don't even have like a look like, oh, I mean, you can't tell it's him, but everybody knows it's him. But like she couldn't even like give him a wink or like, oh, I lost you. Or like she dies because she sacrificed her and her daughter's immortality to resurrect these these warriors. And she couldn't even like have a moment where like, I'll see you in the next life. You know, something like that. I guess they had, maybe they did, maybe they cut it out, who knows. But uh, she does, and her daughter begins a relationship with Alex after the film. Uh, they kill, I'm jumping ahead again, they kill the Emperor by stabbing him with a dagger. Uh, it, it broke into Alex and, and Rick, grab each piece of, and they just stab him, or they make something, they divide and conquer. And he explodes into like this huge ass ball of lava, which is fucking weird because I don't think, oh yeah, well, he was the Dragon King, so that makes sense. But still, I mean, he was breathing fire and he was making ice, all this crazy shit. Now, obviously, another fucking train? Really? Anyways, you hear that? That's some fucking bullshit. That's a fucking, that's the second fucking train. I need to, ooh, pause. So anyways, <laughs> uh, the emperor dies. All the all of his soldiers dissipate. Um, all the resurrected warriors fighting against him uh, just blow into the winds, and happily ever after. Now Alex can start a relationship with Lynn because hey, I'm mortal. Because the whole the whole point of that her not basically falling for him or whatever, or or just in pursuing you know. He's pursuing her, so she just got no. I, I can't be with you. I can't be with you because I'm gonna watch you die because I'm immortal. Well, now she's not, so she's like, "Fuck it, let's go crazy." <laughs> so they're all hanging out at Jonathan's uh, now. It used to be his bar, or whatever, the nightclub. He gave it to Mad Dog McGuire, who was the pilot in this film that we I kind of skipped over. He he. Uh, was basically gonna fight Alex or beat his ass for you know kissing on his girl. Well, they cross. They're like, oh, we, hey, I know you're dead. Hey, we're friends. Okay, cool. Now you are my pilot. So, I mean, I wish they would have brought the black dude back. I can't remember his name, but he was the one that was flying that uh oh that fucking hot air balloon in part two. That'd have been cool. But uh, so yeah, that's it. Uh, and then at the end, Jonathan goes to Peru because I want to get no I don't want to be any, nowhere near mummies or blah 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 but I guess there's mummies in Peru mm. I was looking at some uh, potential sequel ideas and they were talking about that the fourth one would have been like oh hey they're fighting a, an Aztec mummy which is crazy but eh but uh, that's gonna be it guys so Get ready for an old sponsor spot or maybe a plug for the Teespring store or whatever. Because, uh, you know, I recycle shit. Hey, y'all, it's me, Pippa the Clown. Motherfuckers, I wasn't through. I'm back again. Gonna tell you to go over to Teespring store and buy yourself a shirt, tank top, hoodie, mug, mask, or neck gator. You know why? Because neck gators are fucking cool. Rob a 
that is it guys that is the episode thank you again for checking it out if you made it this far i appreciate you and uh getting in getting close to the wire getting close to the end of season four like i said in the previous episode gonna go into a full year of a season so no more 15 break i mean i may take a month off i don't know haven't decided yet on how i'm gonna space it out but gonna make a full year for season five so that's been on my mind that's what's on in the future Uh, a lot of different episodes coming up for that season Uh, I know I have a coming soon section on the website and I kind of threw a couple of a couple of uh, I don't know fastballs no curveballs and uh diverted from the plan but like I said those movies aren't in order and some of them I have people in mind that want to talk I want to talk to about Uh, but I do want to get ready for March I do want to get ready last year I did a thing where I came out every week with an episode I want to stick with that it was part of something I called March podcasting madness Um, gonna try and reach out to some people throw some uh some movies in the uh in the reservoir i guess keep them in the books you know ready to you know just knock them out and save them for march so i'm gonna do that in the next couple of weeks or so um if you want to be on the podcast if you don't i mean i know i do a lot of reaching out and it feels weird uh (laughs) but uh I mean, oh, hit me up on Twitter if you want to jump on and, and talk movies. Um, not gonna do a shot episode like I did last uh, back in October, but um, but yeah, um, just reach out see if you see something on the list that I'm up to talk um, that you want to talk about, or if you have a movie in mind, I'm all for it. Um, so yeah, that's what's that's what's oddly enough coming to mind right now it's always when I hit record my mind draws a fucking blank and then I'm just like uh beep, 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 with like like right now but uh um that's I mean I knew there was other stuff I was gonna talk about but it's fucking outros they're longer than the intros so with that being said I appreciate y'all checking out the podcast uh I'm in the process of making it available on Stitcher um, so maybe if you use Stitcher, it'll be on there. Uh, either way, big things are coming. I say big, but they're not really really. I do this, like I said, I'll do this as a creative outlet, something fun for me. You know, I'm trying to work up on some new sponsorships, and yeah, so be on the lookout for that. I know. I haven't been keeping I haven't really been doing much uh, sponsor spots and I've been kind of recycling old ones but that's kind of you know for people who haven't heard the episode that they were on kind of throw them in the mix but yeah it's time to it's time to uh, reach out to some new sponsors and yeah so again appreciate y'all downloading checking it out please go back and check out old episodes um that's about it guys I remember I mean getting kind of getting got a cold out in the state of Texas so y'all stay warm 
uh, buy a generator just in case. And uh, remember, you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Till next time, Nanu Nanu. <laughs>